again, good morning. I'm gonna ask you a question. It doesn't necessarily need an answer, uh, but I, I want you to think about it. Uh, sometimes we, we uh, two things and, and uh, on the spur of a moment and uh, it, it comes out really wrong. Uh, it may even be messed up. Uh, a lot of people say, well, as a Christian, should have did something else, but nevertheless, um, as Christian, we, we should not make decisions without consulting God first. A lot of times uh, people say, well, we don't, we don't need to uh, involve God in, in the small things. And, um, but sometimes we, we act out, sometimes we act before praying and, and asking God how we should handle certain problems, certain situations, or give answers to any questions we may, uh, may be asked, or even some activities that we should not have engaged or and sometimes people say we, we don't need to because I know what to do but think about it I want you to think about the things that you know thank you the things that you know to do but sometimes God may might want us to do it different. So if we spent a little time developing relationship through prayer, studying God's word, and growing in the gladness of heart that comes from knowing God and abiding in Christ Jesus and being filled with the spirit, you know, a lot of people feel that around being, being filled in the spirit. Just how is that being filled? Don't have the answer, but I, I believe that uh, if we stay close to God, God will stay close to us. Let's be more. Nehemiah said, said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. This man committed his life to living the way God has called him to as a spiritual leader. And we can recognize people that are being spirit-led by God because it shows up. It, 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 it's a lot of times they say it works on the inside and comes on the outside. You know that the Lord is working on this person and being spirit led 
not not that he or she has to be glorify the Lord. The Lord is good. You know, you don't have to make statements. You don't have to uh, do something spectacular. Just walk in the will of God. And, and many people will see the will of God in your life. Um, and Nehemiah was one of those people. Um, Nehemiah would not allow anyone or anything to distract him from the task God has had for him. Let's move on to the scripture. Nehemiah 8.10. We want to um, concentrate on the B part, but I'm going to read the A. Nehemiah said, go, enjoy choice food, sweet drink, send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Think about that. Nehemiah was a man who was sold out, sold out to the Lord and to the will of God to live a life that involves doing the right thing, to live a holy life. Let's, let's back up and talk about who Nehemiah was. Let's just give him a little history. Nehemiah was a, um, a captain living outside of the Israelite um, domain, you know, because by then um, the countries, the countries and the land of um, Israelites, they were, they were all taken over by the enemy. Um, Nehemiah was one of the captains that was taken away, but he, he, he grew into being a cupbearer. As a cupbearer, you know, you, you have to drink, drink the wine, juice, or whatever it, it was before the king drank. And as a result, he had, um, he developed um, some influence, influential with the king because the king had to um, choose somebody that he could trust. So he had the king's trust because he was there uh, whenever the king dined and whenever the king um, entertained and, and things like that, he had to be there to taste the wine because somebody could have poisoned his wine because in the past there were kings that, that were poisoned. So uh, Nehemiah, um, over a bit of time, developed influence with the, with the king. And um, 
he was a man of God, so he talked to God often in prayer. And God talked to him because God looked down upon him and seen that he, he was a righteous man. And because of his righteousness, the Lord dropped something in the spirit. Just like, just like you or I, you know, if we have a relationship with God, sometimes God will use you uh, because he used those that honor him and that blessed to be honored by him. So Nehemiah, this man of God, was anointed by God. Uh, one day, Nehemiah was kind of messed up because God had dropped in the spirit about his homeland, um, about the walls being uh, torn down and uh, the gates where they entered by was all torn up. And they, it was so bad that some of them was burnt down and, and uh, it troubled his spirit. So he prayed about it and the Lord dropped in his spirit that he needs to go back and, um, and do something uh, unbeknown to the king. Nehemiah, um, the king said one day, Nehemiah, I guess he was looking sad. He said, why are you so sad? And Nehemiah broke it down to him and let him know that uh, his homeland is in ruins and uh, the people are falling apart and they need some help. So, um, the, the king, because he had a, a good relationship and trusted him. So Nehemiah told him that he had, he wanted to go. And um, if, he, if he had favor, could he go and uh, help the people build up? Um, because this, this land was, was in the Persians. Um, um, they had rule over it so he wanted to go back and and rebuild the walls he didn't talk he didn't tell the king where he, he just said he's going back to a city in judah and um so the king granted his wish and um sent him with um a sealed document to present it at time. He also sent um, uh, other spiritual men, the scribes, priests, accompanied him that was from, that was Israelites to go with him to get things to get straightened out. So um, he also sent um, a cavalry uh, troops with him. So not many, but enough to keep from, from being um, robbed or anything like that. So this man of God went and, and went back to, to um, repair the, the wall. And um, I need a reader, um, somebody to read for me because I, 
I'm not good with reading. Um, I need because I want if anybody um, get Nehemiah the third chapter. Excuse correction. The second chapter, verses seventeen through twenty and the NIV. But anyway, Nehemiah was granted his his request. So he started out um, to to uh, he started out to go to Jerusalem. He didn't tell the king, he just said the city. He wasn't lying, so he was straight up. But it was his intentions to go back to Jerusalem, not only um, rebuilt the walls, but he also had to rebuild the gates too, you know, because uh, the North Gate is where they would come and, and um, attack the people and do all kinds of things. It, it, some of the people were in slavery. Some of their children had to be um, used to, um, to have a, uh, a decent life. They were enslaved to do things like, uh, I guess, clean houses and tender crops and stuff like that of other uh, more uh, people with more influence in that area. There were some some um, scribes there. There are also some, some men of God there, um, as well as uh, the other the, the Ammonites that were there, you know, that were over the people. So <clears throat> Nehemiah um, went back and this man of God, before he did anything, he was so spirit-filled uh, and the joy of the Lord was with him. He prayed. He prayed. He, he's not Moses now. His face didn't uh, illuminate. But when he did something, he did it according to the will of God. And the Lord honored him because he's not going to send anybody to lead his people. So Nehemiah went back and... Um, before he did anything, he prayed. And um, he, after he prayed, he went and surveyed the, um, the land, surveyed the land, the walls, the gates, and some of the buildings. But I want to tell you that um, when Nehemiah went back and he, uh, after he surveyed, he talked to the priest um, about what took place right after um, he surveyed, because some of the people in that region um, didn't want any, they wanted to keep the Jew to Israelites in bondage, and they didn't want to change. They didn't want gates rebuilt. They didn't want the wall to be erected. So, so um, every time the people would get started, they would tear it down. So they, Nehemiah didn't let them know what he was doing. He did some at a time where there weren't many people around. So it's not that he was sneaking, but he was wise in the will of God because God probably told him, 
hey, look, take care, because these people are not right. So um, I'm surmising from what what he was saying in the scripture. So after Nehemiah um, surveyed the uh, the people, some of the men, some of the people in that land, what are you doing? Ask me, what are you doing? Um, what are you going to do? And Nehemiah didn't really give them a good answer. So they, they um, um, I'll tell you later what they were doing. So, but they was trying to stop any work. They were, didn't want any work to be done. And, and they made um, remarks, they made threats. Um, so when Nehemiah went to some of the people, the priest, um, the priest and, and told them what took place. Now this man of God was so um, anointed after he talked with the, the priest and the priest uh, and he, he said to them, let's get to work. Let's get to it. They were so um, inspired by him uh, and they seen that he was such an anointed man. He inspired them to do, um, began the work and do so much more. They began to build the gates, certain gates, and those men of God was in so inspired others seen, and they began to um, began to work um, just like just like um, Nehemiah. Now, who has, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, um, verse 17, would, whoever have it would read it for me in the NIV. Chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 17. I have it. Uh, let's see. 17. Then I said to them, you are you see the trouble we are in jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burned with fire come let us rebuild the wall of jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace you keep reading to verse 17 to 18 19 20. okay I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me and what the king had said to me. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. But when Sanballat the Horonite, Tobiah the Ammonite official and Geshem the Arab heard about it, they mocked and ridiculed us. What is this you are doing, they asked. Are you rebelling against the king? I answered them by saying, the God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. And but as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. So you see, right, right off the bat, when they started working, they, the men in that region wanted to stop him. But um, he was so inspired, so filled in the spirit. He went on, he ignored them. And, and the people that he talked to, 
also the priest that he talked to, they began to build, um, would somebody get um, <clears throat> chapter three, verses one through four. So they, they began to build and the priest was so inspired that um, they um, dedicated the work um, to doing certain, um, building something, building certain things. Do anyone have it? Yes, I have it. Elizabeth, the high priest, and his fellow priests went to work and rebuilt the sheep gate. They dedicated it and said it, wait a minute. They dedicated it, oh. They dedicated it and set it, its doom in place, building as far as the Tower of the Hundred, which they dedicated, and as far as the Tower of Han Hananel. The, the men of Je Je Jericho built the adjoining section, and Zachar, son of, of um, mm -mm -mm. Son of M built next to them. The fish gate was rebuilt by the, the sons of Hasna. They laid the, the, the beams and put it down and, and boats and barge in place. Merimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hukkoth, replanted, I mean, repaired the next section. Next to him, Meslem, son of, oh Lord, these words, <laughs> Berkai, <laughs> the son of Meshemal made repairs, and next to him, Zadok, son of, mm, 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 of, of Hannah, also made repairs. Stop there. See, the man of God was oh, wow. the lead of, of Nehemiah, and Nehemiah was not going to be turned around by these people and neither did the priest as well. Um, let me tell you something, Nehemiah, not only building the wall, but also building the houses that were in that surrounding. Uh, but we're going to talk some. They did, they built some buildings, but they, Nehemiah also knew that um, God needed to um, build up everything else, which means the temple. He needed to build up the temples in that area, meaning the people. Because the people had lost hope. Um, they, they were weak in their faith. So here's the spirit-filled man came and did not uh, adhere to the threats or, or the threats of bodily harm or um, um, trying to create chaos. And, and they, they stated that, well, the king don't know about this or that. But Nehemiah had a, set, a sealed form that he got from the king to show uh, um, in case that um, somebody opposed him to do the work. So Nehemiah continued to do the work and continued to move on. 
um, this man of God who inspired the priests not only to um, build the gates, not only to rebuild the wall, he had them so hyped up, they would work with, with um, a tool to rebuild and a weapon in case some, some people came and tried to stop the work. I tell you, these people were so devious and Nehemiah was so filled in the spirit that uh, he, he knew right off. They devised plans to um, get him away from the people so they could assassinate him. But those plans, he seen through them and he would not stop the word. Um, even when the threats had came and, and um, the word continued to go and he continued to, to set up plans to help the people because the people were um, ashamed of, of how, how the, their, their, their land had gotten so bad and uh, allowed some of their families to be enslaved by other people in the area, even by people, their own people that had, had um, enslaved the other, other people that were Jewish. Um, but let's move on. And um, they, when the work was done, Nehemiah said this, the day of the Lord is holy. This is the B part. The day of the Lord is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes, so check that out. You know, and when we study the word of God and meditate upon that word and stay before the word, uh, stay before the Lord uh, in prayer and meditation, um, the Lord um, will bless us because sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I read the word of God, and I might have read it before, but sometimes I get uh, a joy that I can't describe, a joy that inspires me to, to move on, to study more, because I want to have that feeling. Sometimes people say, well, I'm a runner and I get a runner's high, <laughs> but um, this may be a high in the Lord. <laughs> no, no drink, no drug. Um, it's, it's a high and, you know, joy is, is um, not just an emotion. Joy is an action. It's an action that we can, can um, select or not. Uh, we can choose to have that joy. And when, when that joy comes, it strengthens us to be one with the Lord. And so was Nehemiah. Nehemiah was one with the Lord because while he was doing the work, 
He wouldn't allow the people to, to persuade him or distract him. He even didn't allow the people that were living there that were uh, may have had doing the work, may not have wanted to do the work, but Nehemiah inspired them to get this work done and they got it done. And as a result of that, Nehemiah um, knew that, that the people will not sustain um, the, the wall or or anything else in, in God. So he um, told the priest to pull, pull out the books of the Lord, the books of law, of the law. And they read it and the people were guilty. They, they were all guilted up because you see here, uh, even when in verse 10 of chapter eight, they said, Nehemiah said, go enjoy choice food and sweet drink and send some to those who had nothing prepared. This day is a holy day. And some of these people, some of these people that had had um, uh, drink, food, and, and other things, you know, that the other people needed, and he was speaking to them, and they felt ashamed. But me and Nehemiah said, don't grieve. Do not grieve. Meaning, do not grieve the Lord. Um, just do, go and do. And they did. They followed his lead. So as we move along, Nehemiah demonstrated um, what a spirit man, a spirit man of God would do. He organized his time to pray and study the word of God and meditated on that word um, openly unless God gave him something else to increase his joy, to maintain strength. And that's what the joy of the Lord does. It increases our faith to maintain strength, the strength of the will of God. You know, um, this is not anything that's, some people will call uh, a, emotional emotional thing, but it's not. You, some of you know that it, once you get in a place with the Lord, the Lord is going to heighten your 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 feelings about Him. Sometimes we get. I don't know about you. Sometimes I feel like. Uh, I'm falling in love with the Lord because sometimes I get so happy and I can't sing, but I try to make up a little little tune that I, I sing to myself or hum to myself or something I might have heard. Um, sometimes when I'm in the car and the gospel music is on, um, I get a little crazy um, only because the spirit of the Lord is dealing with me and, and my arms might go up and my head might do some bopping 
and and things happen, but um, other people might be looking and they might think I'm crazy, but hey, I don't care. And I think Nehemiah was one of those people that uh, uh, went for it, you know, because he was so in love with the Lord. But we're talking about this man of God dealing with these people that was so messed up, um, but he got them to work hard, hardworking, uh, and would not let these people stop doing what they did. And the priest, after they stopped the work and they celebrated, you know, after the people got them, the priest got them together to stop them from feeling ugly about themselves. But sometimes we go there when um, when the enemy attacks because we made a mistake. There are no perfect people. Um, and I don't know any man of God um, that here in this time have lived a perfect life. Uh, sometimes we make mistakes, but... Uh, um, the Bible tells us that um, the Lord has made provisions for us and it will bless us if we um, will not stay where we are, but move on and um, get that thing right and go on in the Lord and not let the enemy discourage us to a point of, of him stealing our strength and that joy that the Lord had given us. And these people were, were allowing uh, the, the enemy to steal their joy. Some were stealing, the enemy was stealing their joy in the midst of this hard work. But through it all, they got the work done and they began to build the, not only the house, I mean, not only the wall, not only the gates, but also build these people up, build up these temples, because you know we are God's temple that have to be kept, have to be um, built up because the word of God will build us up and, and cause us to have that joy. So I want you to know that uh, it's not something that's out of reach, but there's something well in our reach. We just have to do the things we need to do to stay close to God, because if we stay close to him, he will get closer to us, and we will be one and have that joy. We will stand strong like this man of God. Um, even David said, and uh, uh, this is one of the scriptures that that came to mind that I didn't list, but I just want to throw it out there. Uh, I think I, I labeled it as 2714. Um, David said to rejoice in the Lord. And, and again, he said rejoice. He said this while he was running from Saul. Saul was trying to take his life and, and many different times. There were times when um, Saul, when David could have took Saul out, but he said, I will not. His men said, we can get him. 
But David said, no, I will not mess with God's anointed. Um, this is the man of God that himself was anointed by God to become king one day. He was spirit-filled at various times, and he had this joy. He, he, he would hold fast to the faith, and he waited on the Lord, and he continued to rejoice in the Lord. David is one of those people like Nehemiah. But we're talking about Nehemiah. God trusted him to, to do this work, not only the building, the walls, the gates, but also uh, organize the priests to, to help the people to get built up so they can maintain the wall, um, the buildings, the gates, and also their relationships with God. Um, you know, um, one of the scriptures that, that came to mind um, when we put in the time and we began to um, walk in faith and hope in, in the Lord, the Lord will um, work everything for our good and he will bless us to continue in him and continue to have that joy that we need to stay strong. Um, I forgot to mention this. The title of this sermon is Finding Strength and Joy, the Joy of the Lord. Remember, um, in, in, I want, I want to say that in Psalms 28, 7 and 8, it says, the strength of my, the, um, the hmm. thank you, Lord. It says, excuse me. The strength is mine. Um, the joy. Uh, let me get it straight. Living every day joyfully, joyful is my strength and shield. My heart trusted in Him, trusted in in God. And he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. And with my song, I praise him. The Lord is, the Lord is my strength. And the people, the, the Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for the anointed one. Let me ask you, are you 
have have you ever been anointed by the Lord? Are you are are you the anointed of the Lord? Many times people ask us, "Are you a Christian?" And they they say, "Hey, you're a Christian," but you know, back in the day, I knew you were um, you were this or you're that. But that was back in the day. This is in the day and how you are now. They see a difference, but sometimes they feel like, hey, this is just a thing. And after a period of time, you'll be going back into that thing back in the day. But I want to tell you, um, I was one of those people that jumped into this and jumped into that. But today I can say that I am one of God's people. I have been inspired to walk in the joy of the Lord and the Lord, the joy is my strength. So I do spend time in the Lord and spending time helps me to find the strength through the joy. I want to tell you something after I finish this. Um, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I, I will not allow the enemy to steal my joy, to steal my motivation to be one with the Lord. I, I don't know about you, but I, I just said what I'm going to do. But I want to ask you, will you walk in the joy of the Lord and allow him to be your strength? You know, um, we all need the Lord and we all need to um, consult him before we do the little things as well as the the um, big problems, the situation and circumstances. So I challenge you, oh Lord, challenge you to stay before the oh Lord. I challenge you to have joy. I challenge you to find that strength and the joy that you receive from reading the word of God, that strength that you to surpass all things will help you to have the peace that you need. Um, God bless you. And I want to pray. Father, in the anointed name of Jesus, I want to thank you, O oh Lord God, for this your word, O oh Lord God, which have really blessed me um, to Stay before you, O oh Lord, because you know what happened just before this word's word went out. You know the situation and circumstance, O oh Lord. And I thank you, Lord God, to not allow me to fall apart. And I, I pray that your word went out and I know it didn't come back void. I know that uh, all these, your people, oh Lord, 
have been blessed by your word, your verses, O Lord. And I pray, O Lord God, that some will stay before you and some will be walking in the joy of thee, O Lord, and will be strengthened in everything they'd have to do because they have that joy of the Lord. Father, I thank you. I thank you for what you have done in the name of Jesus. I give you the praise, the honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen.